With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome to Good Calls with Dean Blandino, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, what's up? Dean Blandino, another episode of Good Calls. As always, I'm joined remotely by my producer, Travis Hansen. Travis, what's up? How you doing, Dean? I'm good. I'm good. And as always, on audio, working overtime, Joe Madrid. What's up, Joe? What's going on? What's going on? That's a, that's a huh. loaded question. Um, so we got, you know, good show today. We got a special guest, Shane Faze, and he's going to join us in the uh, in the second segment. But I do want to kind of, the world, there's a lot of craziness going on in the world. And I want to preface the show by saying we we recognize the gravity of the situation and we recognize that this is serious and we're dealing with with life and death. But, you know, don't we still have to maintain our sense of humor and we're going to joke and we're going to have fun as well, because that's how sometimes I know that's how I deal with serious situations, try to maintain a sense of humor. So please. You know, just refer back to the beginning of the show if you, if we say something that you might think is uh, a little bit um, <clears throat> offensive, but you know, we we get it. And then we are even doing our part. We're social distancing, right? We're doing the yeah, show remotely. True. We are. Travis is at home. Joe is at home. I am in, at home. And this is kind of the new reality right now with with what's happening in the world today. And I think it's it's necessary. L.A. Los Angeles, as of midnight on uh, on Sunday, had uh, they basically all bars, restaurants, gyms closed, takeout only. Um, this is, you know, if I feel like we're going to have to, the world and at least, you know, our country is going to have to, we're going to have to shut down for a little bit if this thing is going to, we're going to get a hold on this thing and get better. Um, but it's definitely a change to everybody's daily routine. And I know that's tough, but this is, this is the deal right now. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of a crazy, crazy time at this point. Definitely yeah, wild. I mean, I don't even know how to follow up with that. It's like, it's, I've, I've been at home for now, you know, a week straight, went to the beach yesterday, which, you know, you don't talk to anybody. And it's kind of hard. You go outside and you, you're, I'm with my daughter and, and you, she wants to pet the dog and talk to the neighbor. And it's like, you want to just, kind of keep your distance and it, and it really feels kind of, it feels strange. You, you feel like you, you feel bad doing it. 
Like, no, I know. How, you know, Travis, I think I have the perfect way of following it up. Like this. What's that? Nice work, team. Good speech. <laughs> I'm all over the soundboard after last week, buddy. Oh, you made some you made some adjustments to the soundboard. You're finally taking your job as audio guy seriously. Is you know, I'm gonna take I take stuff? everything seriously. Cause you had because you had all this you had a lot of extra free time at home because you couldn't go out. And so now you're finally doing your job correctly. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. Good. So it takes oh the, listen how funny it that is. A, it takes the it takes a pandemic <laughs> for you to be a good audio guy. Is that that's that's what you're saying, basically. I'm certainly okay, an extremist. No, well, I mean, that's, that's the thing, though. Something like this will bring out good in everything. You know, like, We'll find ways to make the it's world such better. A, such a Travis statement. statement. <laughs> that is like, hey, guys, we're all going to get together, and we're going to get together, and we're going to be better off after this is all done. This is going to make us <laughs> better. It, it is. So when you think about it, though, I think about, like, think about our kids 40 years from now telling their kids, you know, just forget about, like, the world, but just, like, sports. The sports landscape, this, I've never experienced anything like this in my life. And they're going to be telling their kids, oh, the NCAA tournament, I remember in 2020 when it was canceled, when, when the NBA shut down, when the NHL shut down, when the, when the NFL, the draft, all of these things, like this is unprecedented. When the XFL shut down, are supposed to be the XL. <laughs> no one's going to believe XFL that. Shut down. The thing is, yeah, when we're forty years into the XFL and it's the greatest football league of all time, no one's going to believe that. But here's the thing: sports are supposed to be our distraction from things like this, and now right. we don't even we don't even have sports, so it's like. Netflix is probably crushing it right now. Hulu, I mean, TV, when when did you ever have a great excuse to sit home and play video games and watch TV? And this is, like, a lot of people, that's what they're doing. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I just re-upped my, my Xbox Live membership. Started murking kids again. What game are you playing? Call of Duty. Hop on. Nice. I don't, I don't yeah. have a system. I watched, uh, I, I rewatched, it's because it's the new season's coming out in April, April 15th on FX, What We Do in the Shadows. I rewatched the entire first season. It's one of the best shows. Um, go watch What We Do in the Shadows. It's, it's hilarious. I try to watch the show, it's called Dave. Uh, have you heard of this Oh, one? I saw billboards for that, yeah. It's I one watched, of the guys coming out of the, the, the front of the guy's boxer shorts on the billboard. Yeah, he's, he's a... I watched, I had to stop after the third episode. Like I wanted to give it a chance and I kind of like, I was like, all right, after the first episode, it's not bad. It's about like this, this white Jewish guy that's a rapper and he's kind of like a, an ironic rapper and he's trying to like go mainstream. And I wa I got to the third episode and I couldn't do it anymore. Like it's, I, I would make your own mind up, but I just, the third, the third episode just kind of killed it. Yeah. I just started watching Love is Blind. Dude, forget it. Yeah, I've heard about that. I've heard about that. Don't, don't, please yeah, don't. How about this just new don't. Netflix ranking thing? They're, they're putting rankings on the most yeah. watched stuff. Like, that's always been in the high, uh, in the top 10. Yeah, Love is Blind is where they, you, yeah, you people get engaged like, after six days. It's the most ridiculous but, thing. But you don't see each other. You have to, you have to talk and you learn about the person without actually seeing them. And then the guy proposes, and then they meet. 
for the for like the first time in person in terms of seeing each other, and then they decide. Obviously, it, it doesn't all go smoothly, but I I, I might watch it just because Nick Lachey is the host. I'm a big Nick Lachey fan. <laughs> Moving right along. It kind of sounds like the concept why uh, Jennifer Gardner doesn't want to marry um, the character in The Invention of Lying. Have you seen that scene with Ricky Gervais? Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, I did see yeah. that. That's a good, yeah, that's true. I, I watched that. Watched Jennifer, Jennifer Gardner is one of the, one of the prettiest people I've seen in person ever. Like she's, I, I, when I saw her in person, like I they bet. did a whole with the NFL and draft day. And there was a lot of like promotions during that time. And she was at a, a giants game and I was there and saw her on the sideline and had a chance to meet her. And she's just like stunning. She's, she's very, very attractive. Um, but that said, let's Travis, let's talk a little bit. Okay. There was, there is sports news. The NFL, the league year did start, free agency did start with a bang today. Right, I don't know if right. you guys saw the news, but DeAndre Hopkins I did. traded to the Cardinals for David Johnson. Um, there was some, some draft picks. The, the Texans sending a fourth-round pick, I think, in 2021. Cardinals sending a 2020 second-round pick and a fourth-round pick in 2021. And the, and the Texans are picking up Johnson's entire salary. Crazy, crazy start to free agency um, in the NFL. That's a big, big move involving, you know, obviously DeAndre Hopkins is all pro. And David Johnson, you know, ha- has been an all pro, but but hasn't in recent years. has been injured and kind of, you know, with, uh, with, with Arizona really wasn't utilized that much last year when they got, uh, you know, Kendra- Kenyon Drake. But big, big trade, big deal, you know, free agency is, started but the the cba was was passed um talk a little bit about that travis give us some highlights on what the new cba means to uh to the nfl yeah, so the agreement came through it's in place for the next 11 seasons uh some notable changes two more playoff teams for 2020 um the option to increase to 17 games in 2021 and increase minimum salaries uh performance-based pay and player revenue and it means that new TV deals will be uh, negotiated once we get once we get back to uh, playing football. Uh, salary cap will increase, uh, going up another ten million, roughly from last year, up to one hundred ninety-eight point two million. So uh, those are just kind of some of the highlights. Seen you could probably touch on a few more of those in the, the playoffs. I'm interested to hear what the, the setup's going to be for that. Yeah, well, I think the playoffs they are going to. In, for 2020, they are going to add one team in each conference, so that's going to that's going to change what our playoffs look like. So now that two buys. That means that means only one team in each conference will get a buy. So that means okay. the, the number one seed. That's why now you know the difference between one and two. While while it could be significant if those two teams play and number one gets home field, now it becomes even more significant because. The number two seed in each conference is no longer going to get a bye, and that two seed is now going to play this additional team that uh, that comes in. And so, so this is this is a a big, big, big change. Now, in essence, you're creating a seven seed in the conference, and two will play seven, three will play six, four will play five. That first wild card weekend, um, so that one seed is going to be. I mean, at a at a, an even more of a premium, and uh, but it does create another playoff game. Um, that's that's again for the networks that want to, to get an NFL package. 
that's attractive. It's it's a way the NFL can can get more money from the networks because obviously NFL games are some of the highest rated TV programs. Even regular season and postseason games are are significant in terms of ratings, and I think that's uh, it's going to be something that uh, you know obviously the league uses as leverage in these new TV deals that they have to negotiate. Um, you know, you think about some of the things that the 17 game season, that was probably the biggest sticking point for the players, you know, another game that's more wear and tear, um, that's a, more risk to, for injury. And I think that was probably why the vote was so close. I mean, it only passed, you know, it didn't pass by, by much, you know, yeah, you have the to numbers get, here. It was a thousand yeah. 19 to nine fifty nine, So 60 votes, it's like uh, razor thin margin, right? Yeah, and there was some there was some news that you know some talk that a lot of players, some players wanted to change their vote from yes to no, um, but the the union you know that was would have been against their their bylaws. So so it didn't pass by much. It had to pass by fifty percent plus one. It obviously did, and and the entire body of players does not have to vote. So I don't. I think there was only seventy five. Not I say only, but seventy five percent of the total population voted. So you still had twenty five percent. Um, one in four that that didn't cast a vote right and so who knows what would have happened if they would have gotten closer to 100 percent um you look at you talk about the revenue split uh players are going to get you know players are going to be guaranteed 48 percent of the league's overall revenue in 2021 um that has the ability to go up to 48.8 percent through a you know what they're calling a media kicker um in any season that the league plays 17 games so and those you know it might not seem like a lot, you know, going going up point you know point eight percent, but when you're talking about billions of dollars, that's significant. And I think you know the other things that that are important. You talk about the drug policy and uh, significant, you know, relaxed a lot of the rules in terms of drug testing as it relates to marijuana. And I think that's a reflection of what's happening in 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 the country today in terms of how how we look at marijuana. And, uh, and so, and, and testing for marijuana in terms of number of players that are subjected to that will decrease. And, uh, and so you're going to see less and less discipline as it relates to, to marijuana. And then the roster sizes are going to increase. So, you know, your, your, your NFL roster will go from 53 to 55. And, uh, and you're going to allow for two, two additional players to be active on game day. And, uh, and the practice squad will go up to as many as 14 players per team. So, so there's going to be more players on rosters. That's more jobs, and so that's ultimately a good thing um, for uh, for the players that are out there. So it's, a, it's an interesting deal. I know, you know, they always say the best deals when they're, when you're talking about collectively bargaining are, are where neither side is is completely happy and they feel like they left some things on the table. So I'm sure both sides feel like that, but uh, it feels like. You know, I think overall the uh, the NFLPA, at least their their leadership and the league, I think are happy with having labor peace for for the next eleven seasons. Yeah, it's nice to know there won't be any lockout. And and I saw Tom Brady tweeted at at uh, Demoris, that's the head of the NFLPA, saying nice job, D. So he's happy with it. Tom's happy with it. You know, if TB12 is happy, then then everyone should be happy, right? <laughs> I think we're I think we're good. I think I think but, now we can now we can all move on. But although, although Tom, it's looking less and less like he's you know that he's going to have uh, uh, an opportunity to, to to leave the Patriots. It looks like you know a lot there was a lot of talk about Tom maybe the Niners, 
the Titans, maybe the, you know, the Chargers, but it just seems like those, those opportunities are Titans obviously re-upped with, with Tannehill, gave him a big, a big contract. Um, the Niners said they're sticking with Garoppolo. So, uh, I think we're going to see Tom, uh, make a, uh, a triumphant return to, uh, the Patriots in, uh, in the near future. It seems like, uh, the most likely scenario when it started. So I'm happy to see that. Let him finish out his career there. I love it when I make a point and then Travis just agrees with me in his single, his, his SWG, his standard white guy way. Nice work, Travis. And if you only saw how I was sitting too, my hands are like behind my head and I'm like lounge back with my leg up over top of the other, sitting there just like, su- like super SWG. It's great. I love it. I, well, I, you're also, you're way more, you're way more, um, just relaxed when we're not around. Like when you're in your own element, you're, you're so much more relaxed. You're so much more just like approachable. You're not, uh, you know, uptight. I don't know. You're just that intimidating, Dean. I can't help. So hard to hit him. Yeah, I don't know. All right, let's uh, let's take a break. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we're back on Good Call. I'm excited to bring on our guest this week. This is a guy that that I've had the, the I've been blessed to to meet and train with and and hang out with and uh, and the guy's just an all around super cool dude. Shane Faison. Shane is he's a professional fighter, trainer, 
Uh, he's the, the creator of the YouTube, the massively popular YouTube channel, Fight Tip, over two and a half million subscribers. Check him out. You can, he does an amazing job. And, uh, and for novices all the way up to people that, that, you know, have fought professionally, follow him. And, uh, and he's just a, a down to earth dude. And we're really happy to have him on. Shane, thanks for joining us. What's, what's going on? Thank you for the kind words. Yeah, let me just say, honored to be on the podcast, Dean Blandino, Joe, and Travis. Thank you, guys. What is going yeah, on? Huh? See, see, that's the, that's what you get with Gene. Like, you get that. Like, <laughs> I'm giving him these compliments, and he throws it right back at me. Like, he just, he, you know, he's like he's like a great fighter. Like, he's just, like, bobbing and weaving, and then right Block back and at counter. me. Block and counter. That's it. That's it. So, Shane, how did you, like, you, how did you get started in martial arts? How do you go from, you know, just like doing whether, you know, I know you started doing Taekwondo and these other things. How do you go from that as like a kid to get having two and a half million subscribers on YouTube? Like, how does that happen? Consistency is is the boring answer, but it's it's true. I mean, we started filming videos before YouTube was out. We started in 2004. I got into martial arts. My dad was a Philly cop and he's like, you got to do something. You got to play a sport, pick up an instrument. You got you to gotta do something. He was a black belt in Taekwondo, so went to the same master that he had trained under and then just started recording videos. I was, you know, boxing in the backyard with my friends and just filming some of the techniques that I learned from Taekwondo. And then uh, YouTube came out in 2005, and we just used that as a place to host our videos to save on bandwidth from our website. And then uh, I checked back a couple months later, and we had like 8,000 subscribers and all these comments, people saying how I helped them fight their depression or beat their bully or get into martial arts. And uh, then I really started to see the power, the potential, and then just stuck with it. That was 15, 16 years ago. You know, I'm, I'm really inspired by that, Dean. I actually started my own YouTube channel as well. I've got uh, 37 subscribers. 3,700? 30, no, 37. Th- the one after 36. Joe, and, what uh, is your, yeah, before 38. What is your YouTube channel? No, 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 I, I can't get my... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I do have 37. It's mostly pictures, videos of my kids uh, fighting in Shane's garage or, or at Gracie. So nobody wants to watch Joe it. Does, Joe does, in addition to being a great audio guy or a, like a, a potentially great audio guy, he he does like really good video editing. And he puts together, like if we go away or if he goes on a trip and he puts together these videos and he actually does a great job. The only problem is he uses copyrighted music on some of these videos and they get kind of taken down this is this is true yes so our music let's get is, back to is shane here let's get back to shane. Exactly. i've seen you guys shane. i've seen you guys train with shane before shane who do you think would win in a in a, in a fight between these two <laughs> between who joe joe and between dean, dean and yeah. um what are the rules no holds <laughs> barred sure. like, Here's, i'll break it down i'll break death. it down for you joe joe has much better kicks like my kicks suck um I feel like it would be a pretty good fight. I feel like my cardio might might win the day at the end of it. I think if Joe catches me early, he'll win. If I the longer it goes, I think I have a better chance. That that's my that's how I look at it. Well, the fans want to hear the unbiased opinion. Uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> Dean's name is on the show, so Dean would win. <laughs> uh, well, they they spar pretty often when they come over. We usually do a workout for you know, 50 minutes. And then the last 10 is a couple of rounds of sparring and it's, it's even, especially with the boxing. Yeah. When, when it's just hands, Dean has a shot. Dean's got a really good right straight. 
He does. He does. Um, but like you said, I think Joe's just got a little bit higher IQ, been doing it a little bit longer. His kicks are a little bit better. Dean's got good knees and, and good front kicks, but I know flexibility is an issue. Too much time in, in, yeah. the, in the cube watching football, man. You should be yeah, stretching right. in there. Well, my goal, like I said, I can do – my goal is once all this craziness ends, I want to probably want to try to get in there at least two times a week. And, uh, and my fight. goal is to have a professional fight, yes. Are you, are you so, serious? Nice. No, I'm dead serious. No. That I can't wait to see. I You're, just want one. <laughs> you know, boxing? All right. Yeah, boxing. Yeah, boxing. boxing. I'll corner you. You guys remember Celebrity Deathmatch? Of course. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Is there like a age? Is there like a senior? Remember like Celebrity Boxing? <laughs> They'd have like Peter from the Brady Bunch against get him against um oh what's yeah. his name the guy we were talking about last night uh the YouTube dude uh, Logan Paul yeah Dean versus Logan Paul yeah what is this what's Logan Paul like why all of a sudden is Logan Paul like out there now he's he's, he's getting knocked out or he's smacking people like what's happening he's, he's got a huge following he's, he's a huge influencer YouTuber um, yeah. And then yeah, he took that he took that boxing match against KSI. They did the rematch. They broke records, sold out both arenas, had like super high congruent viewership. And then I'm pretty sure I read that he signed a Bellator. And he's fighting like a really good grappler. Oh, did he? Okay. An, an MMA fight. I don't know. So back, he's an athlete. back to your back to you, Shane, in terms of you, you know, you mentioned the whole like you you started to realize the power of like what you were doing in terms of the videos, where, where do you think, you know, has a lot of your focus been in terms of like, we, you know, I have young kids, Joe's kids, Travis's kids are still very young, but they'll be in that, that kind of like adolescent stage at some point in terms of the whole bullying aspect and, and how kids should handle that. How should parents handle that? Is that something that you focus on? Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely, I definitely preach that. And I, I tell all parents, I think they should get into some form or they should have their kids get into some form of martial arts, you know, it, and, it, and besides the bullying, cause, cause it's going to teach you self-defense and confidence and that kind of thing. But it's, it's lifelong skills that's going to carry over into adulthood. And I didn't realize it at the time. Cause I was nine when I started and you just don't think that way, but no, I mean like job interviews, asking girls out on a date, um, anything, you name it, your, your confidence is going to be, is going to be stronger. Your martial arts, like it, it's funny because Different people look at it different ways and there's different styles and people hate on it. But like the camaraderie that you get with it, the discipline, the integrity, yes or no, sir, even just things like that help, helped me to get by in life, made it a little bit easier. Yeah, and I would imagine just the discipline that, that you learn throughout, you know, studying it for so long. And, and that's something I've always been, I've always been amazed that I've, I've had the chance through whether it was you or, you know, friends with Jay Glazer and, and he's involved in the MMA world. And I've met a lot of MMA fighters. I've met a lot of, of, of people in that world. And they're all, I mean, 99% of them are, are really just down to earth. They're, they're, they're polite, they're courteous. And, uh, and I kind of just, it just reemphasizes, just reinforces what you're talking about. Like all the things that you learn if you're studying these arts, you know, for, for many years, you kind of just, it's, it, it's impossible to, to not have that, you know, instilled upon you. 
Yeah, there's a lot of crossover between martial arts and military and martial arts and religion. Um, and sometimes you get the negative aspects too in certain martial arts families. But for, if, you find, if you find the right gym, if you find the right family, you get almost all positive out of it. And it's through, it's through hard work. It's through determination. It's through pain and discomfort. But that's, that's how you grow. That's how you get stronger. And that's how you build the confidence. Now, did you, did you see, I mean, it was one of the, one of the better fights that I've watched in, in a while. Did you see the, the Zhang, um, Joanna Jetrasek, uh, fight that they just had? Yeah, man. Great fight. I'm a huge fan of both those girls too. I think they both have some of the it, best striking male and female in UFC. Yeah, I know. Unbelievable. And I think you could make a case for both of them winning the fight. I just felt... Like the, but I think what people are kind of what what went viral was Joanna's the hematoma. Just have you? I mean, I can't remember seeing something that you know the swelling just felt like. I mean, her head it was like twice the size. Have you ever seen anything like that? And what's the worst injury you ever sustained in in either whether it was just practicing or or fighting? I've never had any serious injuries. I've had like a pop, like broke a rib grappling, um, but never like any serious injuries. No, but like the hematoma, I'm trying to think. I remember there was a boxing, there was a head clash. I think the guy's last name was Rockman or Rahman. N- Nassim, oh, yeah. Nassim Rock- Hasim, Rockman. Hasim Rockman. Yeah, yeah he had the one. Hasim. Yeah, I forget who that yeah. was against, but that was nasty, that one. But that hurt, this one with Joanna was her whole, was her whole face, her whole head. It wasn't like one lump. And if you notice yeah, on her on her Instagram, she is she's been posting, but she's not showing her face in any of them. It'll be her back turned, or she'll have her hood up, or glasses on, covering her face. Really, I don't follow her, but that's crazy. Yeah. Well, some I think I think there were some pictures that floated out there, maybe in the in today where you did she did show her face, and the bruising is unbelievable. Like her face is bruised. Um, but I, I just pulled up a picture of the, uh, the, the team Rahman, Rahman, um, eye, and it was just his eye, but it was like his left eye. It, it was gigantic. Yeah. And, uh, but with Joanna, it was, it was like her entire it's like, yeah, head. Yeah, it was like her head just yeah, doubled she's, in crazy. size. She's unrecognizable. I had to look it up because I didn't see it, but I look at the pictures now. It's incredible. It, it, what's incredible is that she can take that. Dude, those chicks went damage. to war. I mean, that was. Think about how hard you have to hit someone. To, to cause that. And she, she ate it. She kept fighting to the very end, five rounds. Yeah, those chicks are bad. And, and then followed with what might be the worst fight of all time yeah. right afterwards. Yeah. So. Well, not the worst fight of all that time. That was a it horrible was, fight. It certainly, wasn't, it certainly wasn't exciting, but I, I felt like, I, I think there were a lot of people that didn't even think that that fight should have been made. That, you know, Romero had kind of lost a couple of fights. But, um, We'll see. I was actually just, I was watching the, and to be honest with you, and Shane, I want to talk a little bit about obviously what's, what's going on with the whole coronavirus, but I was watching last night just a preview for Khabib and Tony Ferguson. And like, I'm sitting there thinking this fight might not happen again because of what's happening in the world. And I'm like, this fight, which, which I think might be the best fight the UFC has to offer right now, is doomed never to happen. Yeah, what is this, the fourth time that it would be canceled? This would be the fifth time. This, this wow. would be the fifth time. Like, they both, 
they both fit like Khabib, like Tony got hurt, Khabib was hospitalized, like this would be the fifth time. And 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 I was watching the preview and I was like, This fight needs to happen. Like stylistically it's just but I, I don't know. I, I, I agree. I think that's gonna be an incredible fight. I don't know who I have winning that, just because they're so good in their own styles. Tony's really yeah. good off his back, you know, with those elbows, with the submissions. Khabib's known for taking people down, ground and pounding, great ground control. But it just seems like Dana White is so determined to make this fight yeah. happen. He's she should. They're talking about doing like having an international waters on a ship. That'd be awesome. Wouldn't that be so? That's like the old like 1900s bare knuckle boxing. That'd be so cool. Barge ship. Tony's training at 10th Planet now, right? He's with. Yeah, he's been. He's been with them. He's good. He's a he's a black belt under. I think he's got a shot. Eddie's always in his corner. Eddie Bravo. I think he could win that. Yeah, he 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 definitely could win that fight. I could see I could see either one of them winning that fight. Um, And I just think uh, I just hope I just hope that happens. Have it on a on a ship. I don't care. Uh, I'll I'll watch it wherever. But yeah, Shane, I want to, you know, with what's going on today, and obviously, like they now in LA, the gyms are closed. You can't go to restaurants, you can't go to bars, and obviously, like physical fitness and working out is such a big part of a lot of people's lives. And you've been doing this your entire life. What, like, what advice, like in terms of a working out from home? You know, obviously, this is this is unique situation, but like, what would you tell people, like, in terms of like putting together a workout from home? You know, what are you doing in, in terms of during this time when we can't go to gyms, we can't go really, you know, be around a lot of people? Well, that, that's kind of how I got started with fight tips. Like, I, I never always had access to a gym. Like, my first kickboxing Muay Thai gym that I trained at was I had to take I had to take a bus, then a train, then another bus. It took me about two hours to get there. And I would probably make it in realistically two or three times a week. But as a fighter, if you're competing, you have to be training five, six days a week. So I was always doing at-home training. And then Fight Tips was a way, was a resource, really. Like it started off as a forum and we would host videos, but we would just share training regimens. You know, there'd be high school wrestlers on there talking about weight cutting. There'd be strength guys on there talking about their different strength programs, jiu-jitsu, uh, boxing, footwork, kickboxing, go down the list. So it was, it was a lot of at-home training. I would invite people to come over and train with me, friends and, and guys from the gym that live nearby. But like to answer your question, my thing now is I try to work out every single day, even if it's only for like 10 minutes, you know, get a sweat going or just get a good stretch in. But like that to me has always been the easiest way. Instead of like, all right, I'm going to work out Monday through Friday. This is my routine. I go for an hour. I do chest and chop tries on Monday and then back and buys. Like I, you can definitely be organized like that. And a lot of people work better that way. But to me, it's just like, how do I feel today? I know I have to do something. Would it be more wise for me to just stretch a little bit? Would it be more wise to do 200 pushups no matter how long it takes? Uh, go for a run, hit the heavy bag. So that that would be my recommendation for people would be just get it in. Just get, get the training in every single day, no matter what, just move a little bit. Um, but if you need that organization, if you need like to be told what to do, can I can I bump it? I advertise my go go for it. Oh, go <laughs> go for it. Well, this this is just something that I've been working on like for a really long time, and it's it the way I, I kind of tell it to friends and family is like we want to make a Netflix of MMA tutorials. So that's what what FightTips.com we just launched uh, over the weekend um, publicly, and it's it's that. So we we launched with two online curriculums courses. So we have an MMA course with my buddy Vince the Anomaly who 
when, when I took this, like when we recorded it, it really felt like a college course. Like there's diagrams. He walks it through step-by-step. Step. The first four lessons are all conceptual based. So you learn like why you're moving from position to position, um, what your overall goal is, problem solving skills. And then he takes you through physical training, uh, for the, for the remainder. And if you, if you have someone like a family member or a friend that you trust is coronavirus free, I definitely recommend hopping on here, following along to these, these drills. Joe looks like, you know, Shane, can we, can we get a discount for good calls listeners? Is there, can we get this going live? Cause I could, I could make one up now. It'll go live today. Okay. So how about good, good call? Good calls. Sign, good calls. There it is. Sign up with coupon code good calls and we'll give you how about half price. Wow. Look at that. Look wow. At that. I was thinking 15%. This this guy. Well, I like I like good calls. All right. Listeners. That's a well, that's, that's a hell well, of a deal. What, that's a friend of the show. There you go. He's a friend of the show. But I this think he's got a lifetime i has got a lifetime membership. Right here, $250 for life. It's not bad. Yeah, and, and the plan is to really just, like I said, Netflix, just keep it growing. We want to bring on coaches from all over. You know, I'm, I'm talking with, with different guys. I don't want to drop any names yet, but but big-name coaches. And uh, I really want this to be the hub, to be the epicenter of online training, martial arts tutorials. And Shane is, yeah, like, I, no doubt, he's the best coach I've ever worked with. He's incredibly detailed. Uh, so... Pretty good, man. I, I'd sign, I'm signing up today. I'm gonna use. I'm gonna use the code myself. Yeah, I'm signing up. A hundred percent. I'm signing up. And you know, all kinds of full body stretching, MMA, MMA IQ roadmap. God, I wish we were together because then, because great. If we were together, then Travis could turn the laptop towards Dean, and then Dean would get all fired. I hate when you do that. It's just so. This is terrible. <laughs> being here's away. Here's the thing. Well, well, Shane. Here's the thing you don't know about <laughs> Travis. Travis is Travis is a very mild mannered. He's very like Peter Parker ish, but but or you know if you get him riled up, his nickname is actually the Caucasian rattlesnake. <laughs> and and he he did once he did once drop kick a guy outside a bar <laughs> in Santa Monica wearing flip flops. He ran half a block and did a flying sidekick to the chest in flip flops. Yeah. Not my proudest moment. I know you don't you don't push for this kind of stuff because you can laugh into the mic, Shane. It's okay. He's he's trying to <laughs> to curve his laughter. He's you're it's, you're totally welcome. We we encourage laughter on the show. Is there a backstory here? Was it? Uh, I mean, I told it. I told it before on the show. It's like I said. It's not my proudest moment. It was you know, um, libations were flowing and some guys <laughs> wanted to uh, to stop their friends of the female gender coming over to our house after for a, for an after party. And I, he said some things as I was walking away, I turned around and ran at him and put <laughs> a it, Caucasian rattlesnake <laughs> came out, put a flat foot on his chest. <laughs> and why, why the flying sidekick? Why not a punch? Do you have, I you have no idea? Have you, <laughs> no, have no, I have no idea. I have no idea. Just felt but right. Point, you know, I watched a couple kick. episodes of power Rangers the day before. It just felt like the move. <laughs> it's, I it's much it's a much better for the story, so I'm glad Travis you went there versus just throwing a punch. Mm. <laughs> but it's, it's a much more dominant. It's a much it was, more it dominant. It's very Luke Kang you know. ish for all those who played uh, nice. Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Good call. <laughs> and uh, how did the guy he respond? Um, he just like I kind of fell back a little bit. He didn't. I didn't knock him down. 
And then they just, he shut his mouth and turned around and walked away and they all left. Did you like, and did you like strike behold, a pose afterwards? Lo and behold, we didn't have an after party that night. <laughs> Do you think those guys every once in a while are like, you remember that guy that came running across the street and drop kicked Tom? They call you Van Damme. <laughs> you know, what's really ironic about this, Travis, is Shane kind of has a thing for sidekicks. There's like a thing and he's got like a thing on, on Instagram and YouTube and about, about how sidekicks work. I think you might have disproven his theory though. Cause the guy just, he just, he just took a couple steps back and then just said, leave me alone, man. Where, where did the girl go? Did she come with you guys? No, they, they were, they were with a big group and they all left. And it was, uh, let's get away from this crazy was, dude. You yeah. know, what's, what's really funny last night, that was a long time ago, though, guys. You got to remember, this is probably like circa 05 we're, we're talking. Long before, never, long before it, I settled, settled down. Travis, you can, you, can take, you can take the boy out of Wyoming, but you can't take the Wyoming out of the boy. Dean, so you'll, it's still there. The land of side it's still Dean, there. Dean, you'll love this one. Last night, we were hanging out at Shane's, me and the kids, and the kids have listened to three minutes of the podcast, and it happened to be when Travis was starting a lawnmower on somebody. So I was like telling the kids, I said, Oh, Mr. Shane's going to come on the show tomorrow. And Joey's like, what are you guys going to talk about? Lawnmowers again? I was just like, oh. when Shane, Shane, are you familiar with the lawnmower? No. You never started a lawnmower on someone? You never started, started a lawnmower? You see it often in MMA. So Travis, Travis said in Wyoming, this was like their thing. Explain Travis, please. It wasn't a thing in Wyoming. It was it was a Canadian friend referred to when you get someone to the ground and you're you're pummeling them with punches. Picture you starting a lawnmower. You have the one hand that's down on the lawnmower, and then you're pulling the string trying to start the lawnmower. And usually the the, the referee will stop the fight while the lawnmower is uh, being started. Usually that's the guy. So it's like a, it's like a it's like a different name for ground and pound. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I totally. Have, I have never heard that before. That's hilarious. I have heard of start like the lawnmower elbow. If you're if you're doing like a rising elbow, ah, this on the yeah. chain, it looks like you're yeah. pull, a pull start oh, on the lawnmower. Okay. No. Of course, oh, Shane so had dope. a real move that's called the lawnmower. Dude, Travis oh, is changing see, the Travis, game. Travis is changing. The, we're going to come up with some other names for, might, for some some I'm, more common, you know, MMA techniques. Try to get that on fight tips, dude. This this is the lawnmower via Travis. Yeah, we the should, Caucasian rattlesnake. We should do like different movements. I have a, if you guys go to my YouTube page, you can see me sparring for the first time. This is about seven or eight years ago. Uh, any flying side? You kicks? might want to take a look at Shane. See if you have anything. You, you have your own. You have your own. Wait, YouTube is this real? Channel? Yeah. I mean, I have like five videos that I posted. They're just ridiculous. Like one is one of me sparring and a couple. Why? Of wait a second. Hold on. Hearing about this? Yeah. Why are we just hearing about this now? Because it's just videos of my buddy singing in like college. Right. Like videos okay. that- you know what? We gotta we gotta let Shane go. We gotta take a break. <laughs> we'll come back to this. So Shane, thanks so much for joining us. You can follow him on Twitter at FightTips, Instagram at Shane Faze, and check out his YouTube channel, FightTips. And uh, again, thanks so much for joining us. And, uh, you're the best, man. Guys, no thanks for having me on. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... 
You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we're back on Good Calls. Thanks again to Shane Faison for joining us. But something happened during that interview. Something happened during that segment that we we learned something new. We learned that Travis has his own YouTube page. And he has, what, five or six videos? Tra- Travis, what, what, are, what are, why are we learning about this now? I've known you for three years. And why, what's on this YouTube page? Well, it's, it's nothing. You guys are going to be so disappointed. It's like, I, I, I started it, looks like my first video was nine years ago. It's, uh, it's a video of my college roommates playing a, uh, on campus, uh, show where they were playing guitar and singing. And it was like, I put it up so they could have, have some, uh, some access to some videos I took while we were in college. And then another one is like, uh, um, a fake ad I made, and then it's me sparring from four years ago, me at a Pennywise concert, and then another song okay. from my buddy. It, yeah, it, we, it's, we not, have it's to, not great. We have to find this, and we have I'll to tell you what it is. It. It's, it's YouTube. I, I was, I'm on YouTube, <laughs> and Travis, and I'm getting like Colorado Elk, Travis Hansen, 2012. Well, no, yeah. I just put Travis, Travis Hansen. Hansen. Former NBA and BYU star, talks how he evolved after his basketball career. You guys are just going to be disappointed. I just, if I'm honest. Like, I, <laughs> Dean, I just put in Travis Hansen, and these are the the most Caucasian looking people I've ever seen. Oh my god! So it's like <laughs> it's, there's not a person of color in sight. These people like, are not, white. Yeah, yeah. There is a there is Everyone. one of a James Peterson versus versus Travis Travis Hansen uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I didn't even know that you trained huh. Travis. You well, should claim we'll, that we'll, one. We'll, we'll find it. It's Trav Hand Six. Is I have one subscriber. That's how pathetic this is. It, I, it's it's it was never supposed to be anything other than just so my my old roommate could see this video. All right. So no what's the, what? What, what member, is it? Let's hear it. Here it is. I got it. Oh, you yeah. found it. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Here he is at the Pennywise commercial, at the Pennywise concert, and then Heidi's song by Jesus Thompson, four fifteen oh three. Yeah, so that's my, my, my old roommate. One of my roommates, the lead singer, um, is, is a huge fan of the show. He listens every week and and 
And so this is him singing. And so, yeah, this was really just well, yeah. so they could watch this. And like, I had no other way of sharing the video when I lived in LA and, and one of the guys lived. All right. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to watch Joe and I will watch the videos during the week. We'll break it down. And next week we're going to do, a, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit more about this. One of them has commercial music in it. So once that gets discovered, that one will go down. That's the buck range. It's just like super cheap beer. that I don't think they even make anymore. We, me and a buddy, I was, uh, he was teaching me how to edit on uh, Final Cut, so we made this video, and uh, that was our project with a with a fake commercial for this beer. I can't wait to watch. Okay, no, yeah. this is good. I'm watching some of the sparring. I didn't. Re- are you a, are you a slecky? Are you a wait, I, 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 I can't find I, it. Where is? It? How did you find it? No, no, no. You can't because I'm, this, it's too far. Of a, it will, it'll be a rabbit hole. It, we'll, we'll watch it. We'll watch. <laughs> yeah, it. let's move on. We'll talk move about on. It. All right, all right. Let's, Let's let's move on. I I want to talk about. I had a Kobe moment the other day. And okay. do you remember the Matt Barnes when Matt Barnes tried to make him flinch and Kobe yes. just like stood there? I had that. Yeah. I had I had that moment. I wait. Were you the walking. you were the flincher or the flinchy? No, I was. I didn't flinch. No. Oh, someone I, tried I, to make you flinch and you didn't flinch. Well, it was a squirrel. So. <laughs> So, wasn't a person. I was, I was, because the gym, you know, I, I'm social distancing, so I'm not going to the gym. And I went for a run, and I went down, you know, I went down the stairs here in Santa Monica, and I went down by the ocean, and I ran just kind of on my own. And then as I was walking back to my place, there, this squirrel jumped out of nowhere. Like he came out of these bushes and ran right between my legs. And I literally, I don't know if you've seen the squirrels here in Santa Monica, like down by the beach, but they, they're, they're kind of shady. And it literally ran between my legs. And I didn't, I was like, what's up? Like I didn't flinch. And a lot of people would have jumped and I just like didn't flinch. Like even like people like, like five, six feet ahead of me could see and they kind of reacted. And I just like stood there just like Cody. That's so, awesome. I was proud. I was proud of myself. Nice job, Dean. I know. I know. So what, I know during this time, there's been a lot of just social media content specific to the coronavirus that has been a little bit, you know, more on like the funny side. We talked about keeping our sense of humor. So, you know, I've seen, I sent you guys a video of the guy in Italy playing the DJ on his stovetop. And which is really good if you haven't seen that. He kind of he does the controls like he's a DJ and he's and he's dancing. What's the best content you guys have seen in in during this social distancing, you know, time? Ooh, that's a tough one. The, yeah, I mean, I the, I put the Italian guy playing DJ, and and that was the best one I've seen so far. Like, if you haven't seen it, I I should have had the uh, the name of it, but. The guy like turn when he turns on the light on his stove and he's going to the techno music, like I lost it. And he's wearing some kind of mullet wig or something. He looks so ridiculous. Um, he's he's definitely uh, doing the most with with being stuck inside. I'll tell you what's the worst content. Okay, yeah. If I if I click on one more link oh, and God. I see that dude sitting dude. on the yeah. bed, yeah. If I one more time, I, I'm gonna lose my shit. Like, <laughs> hey, Travis, have you seen this? No. Stop. Uh, Come on. Joe, Joe, send him a a link. Everyone's seen it. Stop, Travis. 
so so what they do is like my brother did it, my cousin did it, oh, like everybody. Yeah. They'll they'll send you a link and it's like it's like Donald Trump tests positive for coronavirus and you click on the link and it's this big black dude with with what I can only describe as a I guess like he and I are the same species. <laughs> like what he what what he has and what I have, it's not even in the same ballpark. And uh, <laughs> just like out. And he's just, and it's his face because he's just like, he's just like, what's up? Like, he's not even, like, it's not like a sexy face. It's not, it's just him sitting on the bed naked with this thing. And you just click on it and it's jarring. And, and I oh clicked on like, I clicked on like four things. Please don't send it to me. <laughs> I already, I already did. <laughs> But do you think, like, every time there's something like this that happens, like, this dude's like, hey, I'm about to go viral again. Like, what, what is he, like, what is he thinking during this time? Like, well, you know, like, what? It's, uh, I don't know. But, yeah, I think Barstool's doing, like, a shirt of the guy. Um, not the entire, just his, just his face, but his uh, entire thing would not be a shirt. Yeah, uh, it's for public consumption. It, it wouldn't really work. You know, I have a question. Is is the handshake dead? Like, are we are we going to go to bowing? Ah, that's a I mean this this is a, this is a rule no. show. This is a rules no. show. So, like, what it are the is. rules now? Like, where are we at? What are the rules? Oh well, the rules are we we look. I think social distancing is a thing that we need to do. So you only, I you know, at least for me, like I don't go out unless I have to. Um, yeah, but you, you know, did that before the coronavirus. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm not. I'm a <laughs> You're a pro because I'm 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 a I'm a pro at staying home. I don't like a lot of people anyway. But but I think the thing is, okay, what they're telling us is, you know, don't go out unless you absolutely have to. Stay in. Don't go to public places that have a lot of people. I mean, most states now are if it's 50, 50 people um, or more. They're 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 banning those types of those types of gatherings. Um, you know, I think, like you said, okay, the handshake. I, I don't see a lot of bro hugs happening out there right. at this point. I mean, I think we're all just going to. Everybody just has to respect each other's space, which we should do anyway. What's going to be interesting? The, the more interesting question is when this thing, when this thing finally, when we get back to what the new normal is. Will everybody go back to doing what they were doing before? Yeah, that's that's what I'm that, asking. That, that tends to happen. That that tends to be our our experience, right? When we, I I, I went, you know, I was in New York City during 9/11, and that was obviously a crazy time. And right after 9/11, what happened? Everybody, the 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 PSA, the airlines, the the security, everything was ramped up, ramped up, ramped up. And but then after a while, it it we kind of fall back into not necessarily yeah there were new restrictions put in place, but it's not as hypersensitive as it was immediately following nine eleven. And and I don't know if we'll we'll maintain this this hypersensitivity once this you know this runs its course. I don't know. So are you saying I I probably shouldn't have went to the gym and sparred this morning? Yeah, Is I think honestly, move? Joe, no, you shouldn't, you yeah. shouldn't go. I think it's stuff like that. And I know people, they, they don't want to look, I'm, 
I'm not one. I don't sit there and say, oh, my God, the world is, is, is ending and, and the sky is falling. But I think if people can't get out of their normal routine and they can't shut it down for a couple of weeks, then this, this thing is going to go on a lot longer. And I think you see it happening in countries like Italy, where two, three weeks ago, people were doing their normal things. And now the entire country is in quarantine. And if we don't want our country to be in quarantine, then we have to start taking the steps now. And that means not going to the gym, not going to, you know, restaurants, not going to. And if our governments have to basically do things that to help us from ourselves, then that's what they have to do. And, and so once everything shuts down, there's nowhere to go and we all have to stay home. And, and I think that's probably what's best for the time being. I think it's a great point, Dean. It's, uh, it's, yeah, we definitely have to do it. And, and I, I was joking. I was like, just have kids and under the age of two and a half and you'll self, you'll self distance yourself or social distance yourself. You just like, we've been staying home with my, my five week old as you do with a newborn. You don't want to expose to anyone, you know, even my friends, my close friends before the, the virus even really, um, took a hold in our country. Like we were just distancing ourselves and, I think it's like to reiterate what you said in the SWG way, um, it is important to stay at home. It just is. And Joe, I know it's hard for you because you're a very social person. You, you, you and I are different in that, that, you know, the idea of you staying home by yourself and, and kind of not, not doing anything that that's a lot harder for you than it would be for me. Um, but this is, these are very unique and, 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 and unusual times and we just have to, it's, yeah, it's hard. You know? and, it's if, definitely and, hard. and if you get bored, if you get bored and you want to come over here and hang out, um, you know, this week, that's cool too. And you know, you can, you can sit seven feet away from me and we can chat and, and, and we'll talk anything. Just spray yourself but, down with Lysol before you come in. <laughs> no, but it is. Look, this is. But the reality is, is curious as if these, when this, when all of this runs its course, will we, will we learn from it and 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 the new normal be, you know, washing your hands properly and not not doing all these things that we were doing before, so that germ spread and all that. I don't know. I don't know. When did washing your hands being become like out? Anyways, like I, I, you see people go in the bathroom and not wash their hands afterwards. Sure, and that's that's completely absurd. Well, yeah. I know. All right, Dean. Well, I'm going to stay in for you. Get get go ahead and grab Call of Duty, and uh, we get back. <laughs> we could go back. Get back on. Get the get the old gang back together. I am going to. I want to while everybody. Here and since we're, I want to see who has the most, the least weekly screen time. Can we, can we pull that up? Oh, uh, you know Travis is going to win that. Well, I know, well, I, I know too, Joe's going to lose. I know Joe's going to lose because but, but yeah, and we've all probably spent a little more time on our phones recently because you're well, that's following the, the yeah. news. And where do we, where do we go to find the settings? Just go to settings and you'll see screen screen time. time. Um, and what is, what is, Travis, what is your daily average? Uh, I'm not finding it. Where, like I'm, I'm in settings. Settings and it's literally, you'll see notifications. Screen time, there we go. Yeah. Um, uh, let's 
see here. Average daily is two hours and 32 minutes. Okay. Joe, what's yours? Well, this week, but it's the start of a new week, right? Is three hours and 15 minutes, but last week it was seven, uh, six, seven hours and 23 minutes. However, you were on vacation that whole time. Why were you on your phone the whole time? I wasn't on vacation last week. I was with my kids, but, but I work from my phone. So it's right. It's, it's yeah, kind of true. Um, all right. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm two hours, one minute. Oh my gosh. Wow. So I would have had the most productive. Yeah, but yeah, uh, wait, but that's just for this week. Go back a week. See what it says for last week. Uh, how do you go back a week? If you scroll to the top, there'll be two arrows, and you just click back arrow. Yep. Uh, so my daily average. Total screen time. Last week's average, one hour, 48 minutes. Are you serious? Wow. I'm in dealing because I'm dealing with stuff. I'm on the calls. I'm working on XFL stuff and, and everything else. I'm getting I'm PCBing during social distancing, not just sitting on my phone like a zombie like you guys are. Wow, that's impressive. But, but you know what? But you, you got like here. Here, I gotta I gotta say what my uh, most used app is. It's uh, the app called Sprout. It's a baby app. The one where I track my feedings of my toddler, I mean, of my, of my newborn. And that, that is an hour and 29 minutes a week or a day right now. So. Well, see, mine is, is text, and that's a lot of work stuff. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, mine's text, too. Um, I'm a workaholic, so, you know, I'm always I working. All right. Let's, uh, Travis, I sent you an email, and I want you to oh, open God. that email. So we, are, we, tried, we did this last week, and it got rave reviews. And so we're going to try it again. And we had Travis read for a part in a, in a, in a mainstream movie, a movie that most people would, would have, uh, would have seen. And it was good telling. He was, he was reading for the part of Tommy. And it was when, when Henry Hill and Tommy were having a discussion, Ray Liotta and Joe Pesci were having a discussion in a restaurant. And it was, uh, you think I'm funny. How am I funny? Scene. So this week, Travis is going to read for a, a movie, you might have heard of it, called Pulp Fiction. I've seen it. He's going to read the part of Vincent. Now, Vincent is, is partners with Jules, and they are hitmen. Okay? And they're kind of, you know, it's a Tarantino film, and they're kind of like this, you know, they're different. They're, they're, they're definitely different. They're characters. And so this is a scene, it's a famous scene, Travis, and we're talking about um, the difference between the United States and Europe, okay? Now, you're, you're reading for Vincent, I'm going to read with you, I'm going to be Jules, okay? Okay. So you have, I sent you the script, you see it in front of you? Yeah. Okay, so I'll, I'll, we'll start, okay? I'm going to start, okay? All right. Okay, so tell me again about the hash bars. Okay, what do you want to know? Well, hash is legal over there, right? Yeah, it's legal, but it ain't 100% legal. I mean, you just can't walk into a restaurant, roll a joint, and start puffing away. They want you to smoke in your home or certain designated areas. And those are the hash bars? Yeah, it breaks down like this, okay? It's, it's legal to buy it. It's legal to own it. And if you're the proprietor of a hash bar, it's legal to sell it. It's legal to carry it, but, but that doesn't matter because... Get a load of this, all right? 
if you get stopped by a cop in Amsterdam, it's illegal for them to search you. I mean, that's a right cops in Amsterdam don't have. Oh, man, I'm going. That's all there is to it. I'm fucking going. I know. Maybe. You dig it. <laughs> you dig it the most. But you know what the funniest thing about Europe is? What? It's the, it's the little differences. A lot of the same shit we got here. They got there, but they're a little different. Example? All right. When you enter a movie theater in Amsterdam, you can buy a beer. And I don't mean in a paper cup either. They give you a glass of beer. And in Paris, you can buy beer at McDonald's. And you know what they call a quarter pounder with cheese in Paris? They don't call it a quarter pounder with cheese? No, they got the metric system there. They, they wouldn't know what the fuck a quarter pounder is. What do they call it? They call it the royal with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> the royal with cheese? What? The royal with cheese. What? 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 Big Mac to Big Mac, but they call it Le Big Mac. The <laughs> Big Mac? Ah, what do they call a Whopper? I don't know. I don't go into Burger King. But you know what they put on French fries in Holland instead of ketchup? What? Mayonnaise. God damn. I've seen them do it, man. They fucking drown them in it. Ouch. Steam. <laughs> could you, could you imagine... The, the 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 altering of of movie history if if Travis Hansen played that role to John. How do you fuck it up and you know you've seen the movie and you still said royal with cheese <laughs> and you said royal with cheese? Oh my god! Which like you? What oh, oh, like Royale? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I uh, almost yeah. cut. I was gonna cut it as the director. Oh. Do you think, Joe, you you've listened to both. Which reading do you think was worse? His his reading as Tommy or his reading as Vincent? <laughs> um he started out good with Vincent, but he really tailed off. I would he I have did, to say right? Dean, your Dean, your acting has it, it, it declined in a week. You gotta my, you gotta my, wait. Well, because I'm laughing. I'm bringing it down. <laughs> I'm bringing it down. I can't keep a straight face when he said royal with cheese. Oh, I, yeah. You've seen the movie. You've seen it. So you know it's royal with I, I mean, cheese. I, I saw it when it first came out. So, I mean, who knows how long it's been. But that's like such and a famous... People say that all the time. All the time. I've never heard that outside of this reading. Like, I don't remember that in the movie. Oh, my I, God. Yeah. I, I, saw it, I saw it once. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't see movies and I'm not the best reader. And I tell you what, if I was an actor, I would have practice my lines and read them beforehand so I have to just defend myself on that uh, yeah. no yeah I get nothing uh, all right Charlie. you know what let's let's go Brandon Blandino and wrap uh, it up here we go I, I've actually I've already I'm, I'm ahead of you this time excellent <clears throat> bartender trying to be cool and sliding beer down the bar it falls over <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been in a bar when somebody has, like you see in the movies sometimes when yeah. they, they, you order beer and they slide the beer and it just goes like right to you? Yeah, and you, and you, you just put your bar? hand there and it's like so perfectly you placed your in your hand. hand. You're perfect. like, everything's so cool. Never happened. 
I wanted, I mean, I used to bartend and I used to like, we used to try to do that and I could never get it. I could never, ever get it to like fall over. But I just feel like, is that like a thing? Like, have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen that happen in real life? That uh, actually fell over or that somebody slid it? No, that somebody tried it. I haven't really. No, I haven't. Me, I don't. Me neither, and it doesn't look like we're going to get a chance to go to a yeah, bar. Yeah, since all the bars are closed. Soon. <laughs> since all the bars are closed. Let's practice it at home. Dean, you got that uh, that bar top at your, at your Ooh, your that's house. not a you bad idea. I don't know if there. it's the right. I don't know if it's the right surface, but it's not a bad idea. You, you know what I have seen that's similar is the pulling of the tablecloth. And you know, right. who, you know who does? Oh yeah, Dambi does that all the time, and he actually he actually makes it work. It's pretty incredible. I swear to you. He does it. The pulling of the tablecloth? Yeah, with all the setting on it, and he pulls the tablecloth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he does it. Damn, he does it. For real. It's a big party hit. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely, next time we all hang out, which again, who knows when that's going to be, we'll, uh, well, I'm going to try that. I want to see him do that. Well, we're, we're really looking forward to it. This has been Good Calls with Dean Blandino. Please follow me on Twitter at Blandino and Instagram at Dean.Blandino. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Rules Podcast. And be sure to rate our podcast on the iHeartRadio app and on Apple Podcasts. Good Calls with Dean Blandino is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 